Welcome to the Southwest Climate Podcast, the mini monsoon pod edition. Mike? Zach? How you doing? Good. Coming back at you only two weeks removed from our last edition, but it is the monsoon season, and so I feel like the recurrence interval has to be a little bit sped up now. So this, we, is where, this is the emergency monsoon onset edition? The emerg- So what's emergency about it? Well, it should be happening. It's almost the climatological date, and that's what I was hanging my hat on, and now I'm a little bit worried. That's right. So what we wanted to do is is speed up our intervals between these podcasts and the monsoon season because a lot happens in a month. And That's right. I'm not sure we're going to nail the sped up intervals with all of our vacation schedules over the next couple of weeks, but That's true. we're going to give it a shot. That's true. We just want to talk a little bit about the early period of the monsoon, which as many people know, by some definition started June 15th. And really the question is, has the monsoon started or if it hasn't, when will it start? Point counterpoint? You go. The big picture here is around June 30th, 29th, there was a sort of prelude that teased people here in, in, in Southeast Arizona. And there was a little bit of, uh, of rain in, su- in some areas. And we're now at that time where the moisture in the atmosphere is a little bit, a little bit higher, although it, it hasn't yet crested that magic number that you know we often use to signify the the, the start of the monsoon. But we did have something um, a little less than a week, five days ago, Mike. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking at the radars. I'm seeing you know these convective some of these convective storms moving across. There's some National Weather Service flood warnings going off, and I'm like, the monsoon's here. Uh, what's your take? Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that we're starting to see right on time. Maybe a little sluggish in the progression that I would have liked to have seen over especially the last week, but completely within sort of climatological bounds of, of, of variability, starting to see the monsoon ridge build in here across the southwest, starting to see some moisture progress in from straight south, basically out of Mexico, out of seeing some afternoon, evening thunderstorms in northern Mexico, pushing out those outflows. That was a lot of the access to the moisture we've had in the last couple of, of weeks last week in particular. And that's going to end up giving you a pretty inefficient way of moistening up the atmosphere. And it's going to give you these really marginal high base thunderstorms, which is what we've seen we over need that the last deep, weekend. Deep moisture. The whole monsoon season progression is noisy at the beginning. And I think that's what we've been talking about. I also think that we had this June 15th season start date, and that's just the outer, outer bounds of the season you know, marked by, you know, we've all sort of fallen in line with, with. Uh, it's just a convenient it, definition yeah, because it's like defining hurri- it is fraught. And right. We, I think that's what can- we've struggled with. Right. And I think it's like the hurricane season. I think it's very useful to give it some outer bounds, start to raise awareness, start to point people in the direction of expecting things. We should expect climatologically very little to happen, you know, June 15th through the, the end of the month. It's only towards the Climatologically, again, towards the end of the month, you start to see in the historic rainfall records that even starting to get on the books with collecting and observing precipitation. You mentioned that climatologically, it's noisy at the onset of the monsoon. And when you say noisy, because to me, like I think of there's many characteristics of the monsoon that are persistently noisy throughout the season. There are a few metrics, like if we looked at the amount of moisture in the atmosphere or, or dew point temperature is so, something that measures that, then that is less noisy as you go into the season. But just when we talk about, well, actually, what gets squeezed out of the atmosphere, how much 
how much rain do we get? Like that is fairly no- noisy to me. So what, when you say it's not what it's not noisy or yeah. it's noisy in the beginning of the monsoon, what are you actually referring to? This is where we get into the whole definition of what do you mean by monsoon season? I think in our brains, it's all collected back to it's raining at my house and it's raining consistently and persistently over time uh, as we get into the season. So if that's what we're sort of attached to, the occurrence of precipitation is going to be noisy and frequent at the beginning of the monsoon season until we sort of switch over and get into the deep moisture source and start to see that reorganization of the circulation pattern. The classic monsoon definition is a, is a is a reversal in the wind flow pattern. We don't really have that in the southwest. We have a subtle we have a shift. We have a subtle shift from, from westerly to westerlies to southerly to southeasterly, which is then that what that shift signifies is actually access to moisture and access to subtropical moisture coming in out of the basically the tropics that's climbing up the the spine of the mountains in Mexico and more plentifully is going to be imported in here through Gulf surge events. So actually importing all that moist air that's collecting in the Gulf of California. You know, I tend to think that the monsoon happens, it can happen from a a variety of sources or a variety of mechanisms. You can have these uh, tropical storms off the East Pacific that help either create a Gulf surge or that actually if the circulation is set up, that actually recurves slightly. And like last year's bud, you know, those happen in a particular season, right? We don't get those earlier than June, you know, so that would be one mechanism. There's also these outflows that happen from really where the monsoon proper sort of flares up in in Sierra Madre Occidental and in Mexico, and you get these big pushes of, of moisture up into our region. The easterly waves that, that move across, which is not unrelated to the position of the of the ridge. Um, so you get these mechanisms in place that can all generate rainfall. And you know, you go back to last weekend, five days ago, and you know, at least one of those it was in part correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but the moisture that was present was was in part from tropical storm Alvin. Partially Alvin. It was kind of a mix because that that recurved and actually traveled up through kind of western Arizona and northern Arizona. I don't think it did much actually. So uh, I'm not arguing that that was. I think you are arguing. Well, that. I'm not arguing that the monsoon started a week ago, okay. but. I just think it's a troubling question to try to answer. Well, when did it start, and what what are you using to define it? Sure. It okay, start? I think that's fair. And so we go back to the dew point definitions, and I think one of the utility of the dew point definitions is it's not only the amount of moisture on a day, but it was that run of three days. And so if you go back into the historical records, again, it's not perfect, but when you get into that level of moisture, so fifty four. Daily average dew point of 54 in Tucson for three days. It typically signifies that the circulation pattern has shifted to where the upper level ridge is now north of us and we're in weak easterly stagnant flow. And at that point, you're going to start to see the levels of moisture that are going to produce widespread convection, widespread rain. And typically at that point, that stagnant pattern, you're going to have a persistent recycling of moisture and be in a ridge position where you might actually get easterly waves that are going to trigger and reinforce that moisture with gulf surges. So then it becomes about the persistent. Like to me, it's the about The definition is about yeah, whether like or not the conditions are present for exactly, a certain amount of time so yeah. that you can filter out these rogue storms like Bud 
that maybe change conditions for a couple days, but then it goes back to right. uh, a more spring, early summerish, you know, June kind of flavor where the the moisture dry, dries out. That's right. Yep. Our focus is often on the position of the ridge as that ridge moves north. We are in conditions more favorable for easterly flow and also for fl- for weather to move in from from the south and 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 bring moisture there. We are not there yet in this No. No. We're the 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 ridge has actually been it's been to our east and, and south. We've had a pretty pesky trough of low pressure to the northwest pesky of us. Trough. Well, I mean, it's okay. That trough <laughs> was super awesome in May because it kept temps cool and it rains. But once you get into the monsoon season, you you need the westerlies to retreat. You know, I think you, you just to, named the pod that pesky trough. That pesky trough. That was a <laughs> I think that was a sitcom in the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> we need the the mid latitude westerlies to retreat north. And we we actually need to get into a stagnant pattern underneath the ridge with the you know the ridge you know building the north and getting in underneath it, which will allow easterly waves to migrate you know, from east to west over Mexico to to keep that supply of moisture importing into here. So what we got over the weekend was some outflow moisture from northern Mexico, and it brought very, very marginal low-level atmospheric conditions for convection, right? I mean, we we topped out the daily average dew point is it's going to be highest in the morning and it's going to mix out to lowest in the afternoon. Was it that there just wasn't enough moisture around or was it that the the atmospheric dynamics weren't weren't in play? Well, there aren't there really aren't any atmospheric dynamics. To, it wasn't I mean, hot enough? Well, it was plenty hot. I mean, it was like 109 and That's the, right. the dew points It was points, the hottest day of the of yeah, the year. Yeah, it was so, the hottest so day of the year and so dew points then at high 40s, that's enough to marginally produce thunderstorms on top of mountains. They may try to move in the valley, and again, it's also going to be the wind profile. So, but it's but it's the moisture wasn't there wasn't enough moisture. Yeah, around. you have a very deep hot atmosphere that rain is. You have to your rainfall rates have to be really high to to moisten up from the top down, and that's yeah. what you end up doing in June when you're getting moisture that is sort of mid level and it's coming out of Mexico. It doesn't do a great job of uh, moistening the atmosphere super efficiently. The best way is when you bring it in from you know, the sea surface in the Gulf of California and it's, you know, mid, you know, 70 dew points and you start to run up into Arizona and then you mix it out with some dry air and it still can hang together with having high, high enough levels that you can actually sustain thunderstorms into the valley locations. You already see that the precipitation is is hugging the mountains as it has a couple last couple of days. And then what we've had is the trough has sort of Drop back down, the ridge is retreated. We're into pretty dry westerly air. It's dried everything out again. So we actually have to start over again with that saturation process. When you click into the monsoon, you're not fighting that constant drying out. You're kind of in the stagnant pattern. And so you're you're not working as hard to moisten the atmosphere for typically for weeks all the way into mid-August. So it's like once we get into that, we're in it. We're usually in the game. It's not to say that you can't have some rogue trough come no it's rogue trough that was the sequel <laughs> the rogue trough come in and scour stuff out in late july in a break but then usually will quickly it's usually not gonna super scour it out like the september transition period just going around both new mexico and and arizona there isn't any uh weather station that has above 50 percent of their average for the june 15th to the second of july period so 
it's not prime time, right? Yeah. The averages are super low. The averages they're aren't skewed super, by a few years. Super, yeah. they're super unstable. I mean, it's not it's not particularly meaningful. Might be better to do percent of median. Actually. Probably, yeah. There's probably <laughs> better ways. Probably better ways to do this. Right. It's still early. The monsoon hasn't come in in in, in earnest as as we just talked about. Therefore, we would expect there to be low numbers. But just to make that point. But the climb is right now. It's like this week. If you go back in, you know, historically, the early years you're already in the game. The late years you're going to start um, picking up precip uh, later next week. And so it's like. We're now at this pivot point between, well, we've already, we're not clearly not going to be an early year. And I don't think anybody thought it was early. Yes. Most people were, were arguing for a later storm, but I'm not sure that there was any mechanisms really, really behind that. The I late, mean, it was cooler. I, yeah. the, the, the jet stream was wavy. There's like this thing with um, yeah, I mean, snowpack that, and it could have gone the other way I, very quickly. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I honestly, mid-June, I was equal chances and I'm kind of equal chances <laughs> all the time on this kind of stuff. Like I just didn't feel like there's enough to go on. It it may it's really probably likely now that we're gonna struggle to come in we're not gonna come in near average, I don't even think. Based on old dew point definitions, we're, there's just no way we're gonna be able to pull that off. It's now dicey to next week is when we start to click over. And again it's to me it's day by day. And we should put this in context. I mean, last year, we weren't having this conversation about did it start, did it not start, when would it start, in part because Bud came in on the 15th and that came in in the in the. In I the think weather. it satiated everybody's appetite. Yeah. And if that, if you remember, this is all where human beings as climate recorders, we're not super great, but that previous fall, winter was one of the driest and warmest on record. And then it, it got coolish and there was a little bit of precip later in the spring. So the, there was a huge expectation for the monsoon season and it nailed it with that, that bud event. But then Wide it didn't- spread rain across southern Arizona. Right. It didn't, didn't really didn't, get northern Arizona. Right. But then the rain didn't really come in in early oh, no. until totally the second out. week in, in, yeah. in July. Yeah. This day last year, the dew points were way below average. Right. I think it is also worth mentioning that in terms of the average march of the dew point, we're, we, Tucson, that is, has basically followed the kind of average pattern. For I mean, the last couple, for like the last week, we've been climbing. That's true. It was a little bit drier before that. But yeah. Yeah. The last, the last week has been right around average. Right around average. Yep. yep. Um, so, Which gave me some hope. Yep. Now, of course, average smooths out many years that have. Oh, yeah. It's super noisy. Yeah, yeah. So average never really happens, even though it's average. It's not. A, exactly. <laughs> it's not a good analog for the fact that we've done the average for a couple of days. Mean we will continue to, to track on that. Okay. Yeah. So what do you expect? Because I know that the, the National, the Climate Prediction Center is really quite bearish on the beginning of, of rain here in the next two weeks. In fact, their, their predictions, eight, both the 6 to 10 day and 8 to 14 day, call for increased chances of, of dry conditions bullseyed right over the monsoon region here in the, yeah. in the Southwest. Yep. And so what's your take? Well, okay. So, so trying to read into those forecasts is a little bit challenging because of the, you know, they're communicating below average precipitation and it's right at a time when we're climbing in precipitation. So it doesn't suggest that it will be no rain at all. It's suggested to be below average, and it's it's not a super, it's not super bearish. There is there is that shift towards like I guess what's at the forty percent probability anomaly towards below average. It's not a good sign, and I see what they're seeing in the models and what the the models and these are heavily weighted on the the dynamical models at this point, and they're 
basically seeing a, a very poor ridge position over the next basically two weeks, which is going to make it real tough. True. But us. again, going back to what I was saying before, which all it takes is a, a tropical Pacific storm to, or, or some sort of event to cause a, a golf surge. And you don't necessarily need to have the ridge position in a, in a favorable place favorable place to have that's, rain. That's true. I think though what it, what it would do is with a poor ridge position, meaning that it's sort of suppressed and it's southerly and we still have that trough over the Pacific Northwest, even if we get some a Gulf surge event, what it's going to do is it's going to limit the convection to far Southeast Arizona and it's not going to allow it to progress very far North. And it will also make a challenging environment for widespread storm environment, storm development as well. So it doesn't, it doesn't, work in our favor. And what it also does is that if that trough is there in kind of knocking our doorstep, it could mean that it's it's tougher to sustain a couple of days of precip. And again, putting us in that stagnant pattern where we can start to see the recycling of that thunderstorm activity and that parking of that moisture. It may just sort of kick it out. You know, that that's you're kind of in this June perpetual June late June pattern, which we don't want to be in. We want to move into July which cuz it's July and do it that way. Well, if you look at the, you know, the forecast models out to 7 days, doesn't look good for Yeah, but it's it's interesting if you look at the the GFS, if you look at the ensemble, and if you look at the individual ensembles, if you get out sort of past, if you get out into later next week, there's a huge amount of spread and there's many of the ensembles look perfectly fine with a ridge position and totally doable and a couple don't. I'm almost wondering if I don't know what the skill scores are at this time of year. I know that they really struggle in some of the transition periods. Is how much can we rely on that sort of longer lead mm. with some of these circulation? So how far out on these weather uh, models are you looking? Just for oh, for... dude, I hang out in fantasy. Land no, no, I mean, but like, like in, in terms of like when when does when does it switch over? What day does it switch oh, over between I, reality it, and fantasy? I don't think it's it's not a particular day. I think it's a it's kind of watching what they're trying to deal with. Um, on an ongoing basis. You know, the, a couple of days you start to see, again, you look at the model spread, three days, they usually hang together. But even in that, if you look at like precipitable water forecasts for Tucson and dew point forecasts for Tucson, there's quite a bit of spaghetti in the precipitable water at three days. And the reason is, is You're that there's- saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I I live that man. I am I am wish casting at hour like six. Okay. You know, like God, I wish it would just do it this afternoon. But I think part of that is is that we're we're dealing with a hard edge of of uh, moisture. You know, kind of this monsoon uh, moisture boundary to the south, and it can kind of it can kind of ebb and flow. And what we really wanted to do is we wanted to flow in here and get stuck underneath the ridge, and we can we can play with that moisture for. The rest of the monsoon season. All right. Final, final thought. What's your take? Delayed start? Say any, anything about once it arrives, what, what it'll look like? This is a really good question. I mean, has this browbeat you a little bit so that you're now pessimistic about it? Like, yeah. I mean, not based on we're, science. We're, we're wasting days here, right? <laughs> we're wasting days. Yeah, like, totally. I think you and I argued back and forth last year about including Bud in the whole total. And I think I wanted it just because I was going to win. Well, that's because you earned a beer. I think way. I earned a beer out of yeah, that. Like, I should have kicked that out yeah, based totally on this logic. Should. Having a late start, you're missing, you're losing days. It does not necessarily, it, starts to eat away at the seasonal total, the possibility of seasonal total, but it doesn't necessarily pretend that the rest of July will be dry or August will even be dry at that point. You can look back at some of the years, I'm talking about Tucson, you can go all over the place to get different permutations of this. We've had some terrible monsoons. Like if you go back and look at 1994 for Tucson, it was just miserable. It started 
it was started fine. We had rain at the airport earlier than we have had this year. And we also have like the latest monsoon on record dew point, which was, I think, believe 1987. There was a two inch rain at the airport right after the onset <laughs> and uh, it finished near average, right? So the monsoon is a funny beast like this. And I think trying to characterize it by any of its moves at any points in time is, is uh, pretty, pretty dicey. Yeah, Which is why I always hang back with climatology, And man. the climatological midpoint of, of the monsoon in terms of precipitation is like mid-August. It's mid-August. So, the, yeah, the climatological highest probability of daily precipitation is mid-August. So for, we, still, we still got time. So hang in there, everybody. It's, oh, hang in it's there. It's coming. It's coming. That's right. Climatology. Well, I look forward to coming back. And um, I think we have to say, too, I don't think anybody is on the books yet with our bets from our monsoon fantasy. I'm not sure any of the stations we've chosen have actually – they have not. Yeah, so we're we're both <laughs> we're all tied. Running neck and it's neck, a, but it's a three way tie. We said right we would wait a month to do the right. to but, do the tally. But it's so. we're two we're over two weeks into the four week period, and but, nobody has scored a point. That's right. So <laughs> mine was Kit Peak, Oregon Pipe, and Tucson, and all of them have uh, zero rain. And then you did Douglas, Douglas, Nogales, and Gila Springs. Douglas has zero. Nogales, oh Nogales. What are we on? 0. 0.03 inches. 0. 0.03. Three-pointer. Which, which is 5% of its average. Oh, so you're 5%. winning. 5%. And then, then Gila Hot Springs. Oh, no. You're totally crushing me. What do I got? That's point a tenth of an inch. That's 11%. I've, what, 16%? Yeah. Six, if you add up all the percents. It's, <laughs> that's so sad. You just add them up. We <laughs> yeah, won't even do all, the average. No, that's all we're going to do is add them up. <laughs> Oh, 16%. Yeah, this is not where I wanted to be with I this. just need one storm. You need one storm. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, thanks, everybody. Have a good monsoon.